listening to your Heads Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome back to another week on our podcast. We going to jump on the seventh episode and I'm so happy to having you. Once again, it's me, Ving, as your host. And you know, it's time to buckle up, put the feet down and hit the gas because it's been a crazy week about motorsport and sim racing. But before we jump on all the news, all the talk about racing, Let's finish where we finished last time, and that's the interview with Graham Forrest from Forrest Motorsport. Once again, here we go. Let me only ask you this one. So Hamilton apparently is very against, because Formula 1 want to take it the, the blanket from the, the tires. Yeah. Just to be more eco-friendly, because they, they say you spend a lot of, uh, you make a lot of uh, garbage and everything. But No, it's silly. It's silly, it's silly because be. after they, have, they bring loads of people the races mm-hmm. they don't have if you go silverstone you don't have for example a bus yeah it's called a drop or constantly yeah. but you, everyone go by car yeah you go there is mm-hmm. <laughs> cars everywhere so and after that other things you know the the tires mm-hmm. they the live range are quite short of course that's too well manufactured yeah yeah but they, they can make them a little bit more yeah the range and the tires are wasted at the end of each and after, like you say yeah. we have a lot of the travel with a lot of people yeah the way that uh, they make the current are they are one week on europe next week they go to yeah. asia and after they come back to america mm-hmm. so they don't follow uh, eco-friendly yeah calendar so i the, think the blanket is the minimal thing yeah i mean most sports put loads of in of uh, development engine development um hybrid technology yeah. tire technology efficiency into into actual cars we drive on the road so that all that technology does come trickle down to normal cars um mercedes is a 50 percent efficient engine which is super hard to do um formula e is that kind of format where everything is accessible in city center by public transport you know everyone walks there or or gets public transport to the race but i think Uh, formula one should adapt that instead of going just to the blankets because yeah, they, they're going to lose a lot of uh, time to get the grip and probably will reduce a little bit of the races, no? Yeah. Imagine you go with tires, uh, if you don't have blankets, mm-hmm. even if the temperatures are correct inside of <laughs> yeah. their cabins, when they go to to stack mm-hmm. and after, so with a lot of things that are going to happen, they're going to reduce. Yeah. And so some uh, drivers already complain with him. So uh, that's and also, you, you you know, when you come out the pits, you want to be, you know, you be fast. Uh, under, yeah, an undercutting is part of, and pit strategy is a big part of racing. You know, the, the, pit stop for a second to, to be as quick as possible than pit stop um but you know when you even on sim racing yeah there was a, one of the big problems where the people was complaining on Porsche's car mm. a lot of time was when you go to qualifies or you the tires was, was always cold yeah and you need to warm the tires there and where they wanted the tires to come already so even on sim racing we want the tires to be perfect for when yeah. we jump on a car we don't have any trouble so i presume formula one it's so high demanding that if you're going to do this one, we probably we're going to lose a little bit of the. You already are losing the race. Yeah. The yeah. race are getting very monoton. Yeah. I mean, at the moment we have we have like let's say I mean when Max and Lewis were at their height of uh, 2020, yeah. 2021 yeah. or 2020, I remember plenty of times when one of them came out the pits and was was just behind or second on fresh tires. Took half a lap to get those tires up to temperature. And um, uh, introduced some really fascinating racing. 
And you know, if you start taking that away, if you're talking about five laps for your tires to get warm yep. into the window. It's, it's and we already have a problem that all the time, and sometimes the, the races are, if you have a red flag or a mm. yellow flag, sometimes they yeah. are. For me, I, 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 I think it's if I'm going to a race and, uh, okay, we have a good accident or something happened there, but after you go 10 laps on the yellow flag or something, yeah, I'm losing 10 laps of, <laughs> yeah. of race. I know that it's a race, but they could extend them mm. to the laps being laps drive and all laps driving yeah. under the yellow, yellow flag. So there's a lot of things, like we say, the cars, they need to do something to get more emotion. Yeah. I think the cars are getting, if you go to street circuits in mm. Monaco, the cars are, are huge. Yeah. For the Monaco yeah, circuit, yeah. you know, you see the McLarens mm -hmm. are uh, what, one third, one third smaller than the these to be. Uh, and yeah. The McLaren and the MP14, I think, is one third yeah. smaller than. Yeah, yeah. That is create a lot of gap. Wider and yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of more space for. Uh, I think. I saw Jamie Clarkson on. He was at. Um, he was at weekend. Where were you? Yeah, he was on the Bahrain. Bahrain. Yeah, where were we the weekend? Oh, Bahrain. Bahrain, yeah, sorry, Bahrain. Yeah, he was there, like, haven't they grown? You know, and he'd, he'd obviously not spent ages around a Formula 1 car. Yeah. And the first time he'd been around a Formula 1 car for ages and then just said how massive they were. And yeah, you, you, when I went to Silverstone in 2019, mm. uh, they have, of course, they make some classic. Yeah. And even you looking, you can see that the classic car will have, is more space. To, so yeah. yeah, the cars bring some... And you see that on Formula E. The cars mm -hmm. are a little bit more smaller, more compact. Yeah. The is more they can go for the gap and you see that the what Felix Acosta make on the last race mm -hmm. when he passed on Jean Verne. No, yes, when he passed on Jean yeah. Verne on the last uh, on that very it was a turn that normally nobody nobody yeah. would do it. Uh, Alonso make it on Bahrain, he went to where probably mm -hmm. nobody would go and go to the inside, but he take a risk, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah there was a big risk. But I think sometimes they don't take these risks because the cars are quite quite big. Yeah. Monaco, that's why Monaco sometimes people say, oh, Monaco is boring. I mm -hmm. love Monaco, but on these cars here, yeah. uh, it's all about qualifying, not... Long Beach is a more, more exciting street circuit for I think so. cars because passing space as well. And even on sim racing, so the yeah. Porsche uh, was quite interesting because Dave Cam, it was all the racing oh, on yeah. the front. And after he goes to the last Arpin to the last turn, <laughs> And they lock down the, the tires, okay. so we go a little bit more, more wider. And luckily, he managed to go back mm -hmm. and keep the first position. But everyone finished almost on the same position, yeah. and, and it's a race that mm. I would like to see. I don't know why. I like Macau. Mm. I yeah, I like Macau. Yeah, I think the cars are too big for Macau. A set course has got Macau. Uh, Macau and a set course uh, with one of the RSS, the Formula Three cars, yeah. and race into amazing. Yeah, it's, actually, it's yeah. a. I think. On the past, it used to be very. Sometimes you, you keep keep forgetting because you saw um, yeah. Schumacher and uh, Akin and they start fighting on yeah. uh, on, uh, on Macau. Our factor two's got Macau as well. It's, you know, I remember see they, they fight. Uh, even Ayrton Senna went to Macau and, have, and was fighting. Yeah. With, uh, so it was very good races. Mm -hmm. But I say, see, Mick Akinen and Schumacher that yeah. after they went to Formula One, they start having the fights. Yeah. On the on this on these races and Macau was one of the big circuits, probably better than Singapore. Yeah, uh, I'm not a big fan. I like Singapore because the night circuit, mm -hmm. but I don't know if uh, in terms of race is good. But I don't know. It's it's good last year with uh, Perez. It's an amazing race he won. But yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's, you um, see, I see the when it was uh, I remember that Raikkonen and uh, I don't know which Raikkonen and Vettel they take mm -hmm. Verstappen on the first uh, the first yeah. turn. <laughs> Saudi Arabia is quite a good fast yeah. circuit though. Yeah, it's so. good. 
Uh, in terms of, I don't know if Las Vegas is going to be so good. I think going to be more about yeah. the money. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. We'll they already make so much. Miami was okay, but it, it didn't really stick in the mind too much. It didn't, it didn't really. I think they promised too much things, and after the the yeah. the race, you know, that fake uh, pool. Yeah. Uh, when they have that uh, yachts, uh, yeah. the boats in the fake pool. Uh, yeah. As, uh, so, I mean, there's so many classic tracks in America. Sebring, Watkins was a formal one, but I don't think Watkins is wide enough. Probably not. Maybe not. Maybe not set up for. Cause for example, we we saw Donington Park. It was a very it was a circuit from uh, from one two. Yeah. And it was a very good race, but now for these cars, it's impossible because yeah. <laughs> there's no space for for them. Yeah. Sebring's Sebring's amazing track. It was good for like the endurance and the IMSA racing and everything. But um, I don't know why they don't do Daytona. No, yeah, it'd be good for the infields. Really yeah. good. We do a lot in the shop actually. Daytona. Yeah. Why we, Daytona not yeah. in Formula One? No politics. I think I think uh, yeah. I think Las Vegas is because of money. They make. Yeah. I, I I don't know if you saw. They bring a lot of drivers after to make some videos about Las yeah. Vegas. They putting a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. In the well, the, the audience has changed, hasn't it? The audience has moved on. More families, more more uh, more women watching. Yeah. You know, drive survives, bought more um, backstories. Yeah, on a good way, on a bad way. Yeah. Because I remember um, bad stories. I remember we speak about uh, Lando, and, Lando and Carlos Sainz. Apparently, there. If you go to Drive to Survive, they was like hating each other on the last season mm-hmm. of McLaren. Yeah. And uh, during the winter time, Lando Norris was on a wedding with the family of Carlos. They're best friends. <laughs> yeah, they are best friends. It was always never a problem. And he used to say that never was a problem between him and mm-hmm. Danny Ricardo. And they made it. Of yeah. course, of course, they are teammates. Of course, you're gonna have one mm-hmm. day that you're gonna say, "Oh, oh man, you are benefit guy," or it's yeah. gonna be one day that you don't like so much your coworker. Mm-hmm. But I think in general, they always. They always look on something that no, was not existing to get contact. Mm-hmm. And I think the last season is quite disappointing when they forgot Vettel. So Vettel mm-hmm. is leaving. Yeah. Uh, four-time world champion is leaving. Yeah. They announcing there they was leaving, but they focus more on the leaving of Daniel Ricciardo that is still inside mm-hmm. of the circuit. Yeah. Uh, he's even a reserve diver or not. I've not watched this season. I've, ah, okay. I've started to watch it and I've just... It's always the same thing. They always, they always show four or five races. Yeah. I, I would like them. I think... I say if I was on Netflix, mm-hmm. would be better if they do a season mm-hmm. where they show race by race, like episode after yeah. the race, they have an episode where they show a little bit mm-hmm. what's happening. And after they will have a recap where they yeah. show all this backstage. Because it's, it's quite funny because he saw the uh, um, Toto mm-hmm. having that big uh, complaint about the downforce and the proposing. Yeah. And go on the, on the meeting, yeah. And after all of them ever run against yeah. him because he was a little bit, yeah. his car was not the greatest. Mm-hmm. Uh, they already make the same mistake. They, they got like their side pods. Yeah, yeah. Chris so Christian said, "Build a better car." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Using a little bit, even he start off think you are speaking here for the cameras, or yeah. should we turn the camera off? And after he continue going and say, "Okay, if you have a problem, just change your car." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're changing the car. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> it's it's really interesting. It opens it up to um, it's. Um, you know, you get so little time with drivers, and you know the drivers, they they've got media responsibilities when they're at the racetrack. Yeah. Um, so it's also nice to see drivers in real life or in more relaxed scenarios or more m- more. Yeah, but the, what I speak is they always focus on the same race. You see yeah. this after they go one two episodes forward, yeah. and after they go back again. To yeah, the, the, the timing's really weird. Yeah, yeah, and after they sometimes they don't show on real what's happening. Mm-hmm. So uh, f- they focus a lot of the accident of Schumacher when he in Monaco. Yeah. Of course, he struggled with the car, but 
that was not on the on the race environment and they make it sound that was on a completely on a yeah you know there's a lot of things that happen there sometimes are, are I mean, not what i mean that was probably the storyline to you know to captivate people yeah to think that mick was losing his seat and mick was under yeah. pressure to, to keep his seat so we we got sidetracked there from esports <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little bit <laughs> so uh, okay um i'm gonna have to ask you to talk about esports so what was the so so yeah so I love esports in the fact that I love all the the racing, but it, motorsport is a team sport. It's won and you won it, win as a team and you lose as a team. Yeah. The one issue I have with esports is you don't get to see any of the drama. So when we were watching Le Mans 24, apart from the bits going wrong, you don't really see, you, you do see it a bit more, but you're missing the you're missing some of the emotion. But I, I, that's why I think it's good to put it under. Or one roof. So, okay. if you get all the drivers one under one roof, like yeah. the Ren Sport recently, yeah, um, and short stands, yeah, quarter final, quarter yeah. finals, semi finals, finals was bringing, yeah, with an audience, w- yeah, it was because yeah. all all the teams have four drivers, mm-hmm. and no, none of them are driving on the same quarter final, yeah. and after it's just they're just gonna meet on the, on the, mm-hmm. if they pass they're gonna meet on the on semi finals and after the I finals. Mean, like you say, if you take two drivers, three drivers, four drivers, you t- add an engineer into it, you add a manager, you add um, some strategy into it for the longer races. Even on 24 hours, they're going to interview the drivers, they're going to speak yeah. what they're happening, you know, with a lot of, yeah. probably they will bring more emotive. So when we watch, TV, when we watch motorsport on TV, F1 or, or WEC or Le, Le Mans Racing or whatever you watch, it's always the mechanics and the, and the wall. Yeah, and, you if know, it's long races, fans. yes. Yeah, we see... We see their reaction, we see their emotion. Yeah. That's what's missing slightly. Okay. Out of we'll them. see because now they have the first two rounds was in Poland. Yeah. And now the, fir- and the round is Saturday. Yeah. Uh, will be on uh, on online. So yeah. we're going to see yeah, exactly if the they're going to captivate yeah. the, they're going to the same numbers or not. The, the problem is that when you get to summer then or spring and summer, then all the drivers have, have got previous commitments. So you need yeah. to, uh, and even in the week, during the week, so you can either run the racing in the week or the weekend. But they've they've always got media commitments, so yeah. to get the big stars in there is quite hard to. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a different difficult. Yeah. Um, w- I know that you've been adapting some setups, some sim racing to real motorsport, but with more about cards, no? Yes. So can you talk me a little bit about this? How you can set up your uh, setup on sim racing? Okay, the cards? so yeah, um, I've got a, a young lad that comes in. He's about twelve years old. And he's mad on um, motorsport. It always has been all his life. Um, he's mad on Williams, okay. and his dad knows one of the directors of Williams. So he's got every time he comes in the shop, he's got his little chalet on. <laughs> and uh, we give everyone fifteen minutes in the shop for free for the first time. And he saw my sign outside. It'd been several times, and then he got really upset that it wasn't fifteen minutes free. So we give him fifteen minutes for free because he's a nice lad. So. This weekend he's in for to do some karting practice, and he, his parents take him karting. He hasn't got a sim at home or anything like that, but it may be something that they may consider when he's a bit older. If he continues to do it, whether he work, works in, where he gets into the engineering side, but he really loves driving. Okay. So this weekend he's coming to the shop for a couple of hours. We're going to do some training with him with um, in kart sim. So we're going to start using Race Logic to record his data. And we're going to start using uh, his, we're going to t- tune two things on the car, tyre pressures, and we're going to tune uh, gearing. So the gearing is the f- easiest part to tune. 
and then the second part to tune is is the tire pressures mm-hmm. so it's the only really thing you can really tune on, on a go-kart so i'm going to teach them how to do that how to, to do the, the basics and do then you think they can uh, that uh, setups they can adapt and, and be similar to what they're going to experience on the go-kart i think tire pressures yes yeah. okay you'll, you'll see um obviously depending on the tire the bias of the corners of the track you'll get more work on okay. the rear tire rear left rear front left so those you can independently change the tire pressure so teach to look back at data and uh reform and just check it we've got um we have z1 in-house as well which is uh we've got commercial license that which is uh analyzer that's now started to analyze lap times in acc okay and i racing so hopefully that starts to come into other simulators as well so but there is like a um analogic uh, analyzer or is like focus yes. on the ai no so what okay. so it'll do is it'll download the, the the satellite map from from google maps and then it'll overlay your lap onto that satellite map okay it'll then do all the maths and work out your corner exit exit entry it's basically your tangents and how well you your curves and your arcs on the corners where you're losing time uh it'll pull you up on your pedals so really in a in a in a any motorport any scenario when you're on a straight get to the corner you want to go the transition from accelerator to brake should be instant okay so we check that on the traces and then the brake peels off depending on the corner maybe it's a bit of trail braking and introduce uh, the throttle so the throttle should always be well, if you're going to press the throttle you're going to commit to it so it doesn't matter how slow you feed it in but it's no good going on the throttle then coming back off and then back on yeah that so was a style of Ayrton Senna Well, Amazing. yes, but that's very unique. So yeah, yeah, you, and uh, I don't know why I, I, when I started adapting myself to sim racing, I, I always was a thing of uh, yeah. You know, but I see a lot of kids in here. They they do play the throttle, but it's not because they like it. They just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so so it, it's getting those bad habits out and using data and, and teach them how to okay. use the data, and then we we upload the data to the cloud. So we've we've got a, a server in house. So we put the data in in the cloud. It's there for them to access for a week. Okay. So circuit tools in RaceLogic is free. Um, R Factor 2 does Motec data files, say, same with ACC. So they can have a look at the data and we save the replay data as well. Okay, so, that's, that's they, so they can look at it at home. It's on, it's on the server for a week, so they can download it and keep it forever. Um, right. So yeah, and part of the, we look at, as we start to build the business, we're hoping to have more track day guys in here. Okay. So we had a, a little bit, but... Um, It's a difficult market to, to sell to. Oh, um, yeah. One of the best examples is, uh, say, Brands Hatch. Uh, if, we, if you use R Factor 2, it's a recent laser scan this year. So let's introduce rain into the mix. The water should pool in the right places, standing water should stay, and the the drying line should be the same. So as, a, as the track dries out, you can simulate the time of year, track temperature, rain, how heavy the rain has been, Because you have so little track time, the chances of testing at Brands Hatch in your Pacific car exactly. in the wet is quite rare. Even in UK, it, it doesn't. It, I mean, in the summer, it doesn't really rain that much. Um, so it's great to introduce those variables uh, to practice. And a lot of guys who have track cars start off with race logic, and they don't always know how to to read the data, how to get the most out of the data. Part of our business also, we do tire pressure monitoring systems. I won't go into any of that detail, but we sell some 
very high-end uh, systems made by uh, a guy called Caleb in America who's an ex-NASA scientist. Um, he's got some really good products. And it's um, tyres are the most important part of any race car. Okay. Uh, of, of any to get tyres working, you get the confidence in the car, to get your braking performance, to get your, your uh, corner exit performance. It's really important to get your tyre pressures right, your tyre temperatures, so you're getting the tyres working to, within the right window, temperature window, as fast as possible. So tyre data is the most important data of, okay. of all. So we've got Racelotic in the shop, hopefully as a business develops, we start using that to teach people how to read their tyre data, how to look at other telemetry. North Life is a great one as well because it's so expensive to go there. And a favourite from everyone, I think. Yes. Yeah, every time you start asking which your favourite truck, and everyone. it's so expensive to crash. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> there is a rumour that they make more money from crashing than they do for people. Because oh, you, you've got to pay for the closed track, you've got to pay for the, the towing, you've got to pay for your car damage, you've got to pay for everything. So um, I've got a couple of friends who go to North Life regularly and uh, having the opportunity to test on, on, a, on a recent mesh, like our Factor 2's got a recent mesh, um, which curbs to avoid, which curbs are safe, um, do it in a damp track, do it on a cold track, do it on a overcast day, on a sunny day. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's gonna have a, if you've got 10, 15 degree difference in the track temperature, it's gonna be, have a massive difference in the yeah, way the car is, handles. Is, is, is. And um, so, I mean, that's why I, I see Simulators are a perfect tool for people that really love track days or... Yeah, like I say, sometimes in, you've never been on a, on a track on your real life. Yeah. And now you arrive there and you already yeah. know the track. So I'm... It's an I'm, advantage from what you yeah. had uh, 10 years ago, no? Yeah, exactly. So I'm starting to do my coaching qualifications for, for okay. motorsport. But I won't be as a driver. It'll be as a data. So I can, I can help an someone analyzer, get the okay. races, yes. But okay. I'm not a... I haven't driven a race car all my life. You know, I haven't had that. So I'm not going to be able to teach someone the same way as someone that's raced all their life or touring car driver coach okay. can do. Um, but I can teach people how to read data and how to analyse it and how, how to make the most of it. So Nice, perfect. To finish, uh, what's your thoughts about uh, female in uh, sim racing and motorsport? Okay. It's coming, no? Yeah I, hope so. yeah, I hope so. Yeah, well, it's already here, obviously. And a lot of them, very good drivers, I think. Yes. So there should be... Uh, there should be no real physical obstacle for women racing. Okay. Um, maybe nothing that training can't beat for for anyone. I mean, if you and I went in a Formula One car, we'd be knackered in in minutes. Yeah. You know, force. <laughs> 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 we'd never get the most out of the car. So yeah. it's all about training. Um, maybe at, at, at GT levels, it's, it's very different as well because the forces aren't as much. Um, so I don't see why women can't compete and be competitive. And you have uh, a woman all. showing that they are uh, strong. You have uh, Sophia, I forgot her name. Florish. Florish, yeah. So yeah. She had the accident on Macau. Yeah. And um, she she ba she went back. Yeah. She skipped driving. I think she she go back to F3. Yeah. I think she was. The and she raced at Le Mans last year. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. on the on the just a female team. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it was Jamie Chadwick, I think. Yeah. So it's uh, I think. And I think Jamie Chadwick is. I could be getting this all wrong here, but I think she's a reserve driver for Williams. Okay. So she must have a seat this year. And I'm sure in the background... There's, there's I think she was back to F3 or F2, I remember now. That she'll, so yes, because women's, uh, the W Series is finished now. Yeah. 
they ran out of sponsorship, unfortunately. Yeah, that's the thing. Because it was quite competitive. Yeah. A part of field, all the, the British yeah. you know, driver winning, but... And I follow quite a few female drivers on LinkedIn. Um, and I think it's... Um, I do try and encourage it all the time in, in, in the shop. And, um, you know, I've, it's quite interesting sometimes you get families come in with their mums. Yeah, and their exactly. mums are really keen on it. And, and, and so... Sims are quite a good way to, to, to introduce people into motorsport, to have some fun. Um, I don't know, it'll be interesting. I think they're, they're fast. Yeah. Uh, sometimes we have the thing that's all female, uh, from where I come, Portugal, no, uh, females don't know how to drive or yeah. have a scratch on your car and everything. But yeah, that's, that's quite that's, an old that's, philosophy, that's, isn't but it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, but that's just yeah. you don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Even me and as a kid, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I scratch my car. So I have to be because uh, not often uh, you drive. You have to remember that as a, if you are a family, it's mm. always the male that will take the, yeah. the wheel mm. and the female stay on the side. So she will have less time yeah. driving. Less time you, you are sit down in a wheel, less time you will know to do the, yeah. to do the stuff. So that's, that's normal. Mm. And I think more f you see you see so much young, young drivers going to the sim, to the sim yeah. jumping straight away and they're fast. Yeah. Michelle Michelle Mouton was the first woman to win a world championship in rally in yeah. Quattro and on a level playing field. Um, Danica Patrick did really well in uh, in the car. We have another Sabine Schmidt, who's now sadly not with yeah. us. Who was uh, she destroyed everyone as a North Slifer. Not just in a van, but also in a race car. Yeah, and you have the driver um, NASCAR that she been she been quite well on the on middle pack. I forgot now the name. Okay. She was on NASCAR too. She mm -hmm. was. Yeah, I know it's hard for them to get a sponsor. Probably yes. harder than uh, than males to get sponsored. But I think sometimes. I think that will change because some people are more marketable than others. Yeah, you? if you're comparing motorsport, for example, mm. to football. Yeah. On men's uh, men's football, of course, you have the biggest attendance compared with the women's yeah. football. Only what you saw now the World mm -hmm. Cup when uh, England was having the maximum attendance was because you were on on home. Yeah. I think probably was a bit away. You would mm -hmm. not have the people traveling. But on on motorsport, I think that won't happen. It won't mm -hmm. have so much division if the on gender if the if the race person is racing is mm -hmm. male or female. We go there to see the race. Yeah. And they go a race going to be good. So one of my customers came in with his. He took his daughter to Silverstone racing to touring cars, okay. and Jade Edwards was racing. So they were cheering Jade Edwards. Um, you, you know, ten years ago, you couldn't name a female driver very well. If, if, if you asked a normal person or a regular a regular just motorsport like fan, yes, Mouton, as you said, on the rally, it was yes. just the only one that. Uh, yeah, and probably more on Dakar. In Dakar, you see a lot of females. Yes, going on uh, on Dakar. Mm -hmm. uh, and extreme. Yeah, extreme. Yeah, we yeah, speak about yeah, but that car, I remember, for example, I grew up in Portugal, we had a driver on trucks, mm -hmm. quite, quite famous, yeah. was going to yeah. the, the trucks, the female driver, so you saw a little bit. And now you're getting more women on the pit wall strategy. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, race engineers, strategists, um, instead of being pushed towards uh, a more the back end roles of hospitality, um, media relations, that mm -hmm. kind of thing, admin more more role within engineering mechanics and um it's it's going to be a, a slow path but you know i c most people well i can name 10 women drivers off the yeah. top of my head now and which uh, i couldn't have done before i think uh, to remember uh, before the drivers to be a bit shorter uh no you know see george russell as you mentioned yeah, yeah. Uh, is quite tall for formula one mm. uh, and if as a driver if, if a female driver is a bit more um more light 
Yeah. So probably will take advantage of the races too and one time times yeah. three. So I think it would be fun to see them mix and Nuno probably gonna have a Formula One mix. Have we got F1 Academy now with yeah. uh, run by Susie Wolf, uh, who's the one of the only women to race in uh, form well she didn't I don't think she raced, she practiced. Uh, but also ran a uh, Formula E team as well, and obviously well, wife of Toto, and um, uh, not that nice. that should make a difference because she, uh, as a standalone, she's had a very good career, most career, sport, yeah, yeah. Career, and very good experience. So it's not because she's married to Toto, <laughs> but it obviously helps being married to Toto. You know, it's um, of course. So like, um, if you have someone on your mm. on your family that can yeah. open a door. Uh, but but uh, uh, so speaking about something I won't, I mentioned last episode was about Lance Stroll because everyone complained mm-hmm. about Lance Stroll. Oh, he's always there with the money of the father. He's there with the money of the father because the father have the money to put yeah. in. But what he made this uh, last weekend yeah. proved that he's a, he's a formal, he's a driver. He has a driver. He did really well in Formula Two. I think was he champion in Formula Two. I, I don't remember. remember but um, and he jumped. He, like Max Verstappen, he jumped yeah. a lot of. Uh, Straight away, like jump a lot of categories, yeah, because they have the money to, to to bring. But I mean, it's not he, his bro- he, bro- he, he brought his risk. He had an operation yeah. after twelve days. He's jumping on an F one car mm-hmm. that he never drive. Yeah, <laughs> so he didn't make the test, uh, the the training, and everything. He should go yeah. there, and uh, you know, with the we have a problem on the toe. Yeah, apparently the risk is not one hundred percent. He had problems on turning, and he managed to to do it. Yeah, strongly. So I think. We have to take our head and say, okay, yeah. he's, a, he's a real driver. He's not only there because yeah, of, no, the, of his father. His no. wet performance is really good as well in the rain. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah. of course, he has um, some... Because when he was on Williams, when Williams was with Felipe Massa, yeah. he, he, he managed to go a podium. Yeah. So when he had a good car, he managed to, mm-hmm. to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I think probably like we have... It's not the same thing like to compare with like uh, Latifi. Yeah. Latifi was there a little bit from, from the father of Manny too. But as a driver, I think saw that that craft. He, yeah, he was Latifi's okay. He'll make he'll have a good career in GT racing, maybe yeah, exactly. in, in, in endurance racing. He he was a good ambassador for the sport. He was a good ambassador for Canada. He didn't cause many crashes. Um, just wasn't the fastest driver, but yeah, he, exactly. it, it's the, not his like race he craft did, was not not there for that. Yeah, he just didn't have that raw pace, you know, and he, he was always beaten by his teammates. And I think was it De Vries? De Vries beating him was the kind yes, of kind uh, of, on the first yeah, day that uh, final straw for him, unfortunately. Yeah. But you know, he's had a great adventure. I mean, and he's yeah. he's met, he's very well respected by Formula One fans. Yeah, he's a lot a, of them call him a goat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think uh, to be fair, I think he's a Probably is involved on uh, why Verstappen won the first uh, championship Maybe, because yeah. his accident there. If, the, the, if he didn't have the uh, the problem, even on George Russell because he mm. had an accident. He was a teammate from George Russell. Yeah, he had an accident, and after that part of the <laughs> cut one of the tires mm. of Russell and take him from the the win. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, a lot of drivers come from those long families like George Ru- not sorry George uh, Leclerc. Obviously, Arthur Leclerc is racing in Formula Two. Yeah. Formula three, Formula two, two now, and he was connected to the driving. Yeah, exactly. This is Godfather, and mm. they used to go casting him and Max and George, I think. Yeah, all the more younger. To be fair, the, all these uh, class of that you have now on yeah. Formula One, a lot of them they've been dri- they're driving against each other yeah. already since uh, mm-hmm. uh, cards. Yeah, so, uh, Esteban Ocon already drive with the P- 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 Pierre Gasly. Yeah, uh, 
And Gasly was is a friend of mm-hmm. uh, Leclerc. They drive against each other. Yeah. Verstappen already had problems with, with Ocon before Formula One. Yeah. So the, and after that, Lando was from Bristol. Yeah. Um, and he was driving with uh, Albon. Carling. He yeah. raced at Carling. He gave up school at 14 to to go racing. You know, it's not his fault his dad's rich. It's, it's, yeah, you know, exactly. It's, Sometimes it's just, you can't compete your genetics. Because you know. we, we, we speak about it, but you forgot that Ayrton Senna, mm-hmm. one of the best, yeah. he was rich. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, and I forgot now the name of an uh, English driver. I completely forgot. Is even a documentary about him? Where yet he was driving on the same time that Ayrton Senna, mm-hmm. and he was going faster. Oh, than the Irish guy. I forgot now. He's Irish, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I forgot now his name. And uh, he didn't have the sponsors. Yeah. Because on that time, before he go to Formula One, Ayrton Senna was to give up racing. Yeah. Because he was not doing it so well. But, but after the money, bring him the seat on Lotus. Politics. And after <laughs> Politics is a game as well in yeah, motorsport. Exactly. You know, we have to. I know one driver that hasn't got a seat for this year. Um, he's one of many drivers that's lost his seat. James Baldwin, very promising yeah. career. I saw he post about the Le Mans. He Did he? Has he got a seat now? Or no, he no. He didn't manage to get a seat. This yeah, year. and he, he's hot property, really. Yeah. In the, you know the world of motorsport, he's. Um, I think he won his first race. Yeah. First race in actually. And uh, and he went to a program on sim racing. Yeah, that uh, was fastest gamer. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he smashed completely the uh, yeah everyone there. Yeah, even when when he jumped on the real cars. <laughs> that was run by Ollie. You know Ollie from Overpower. We talked about before. Okay, okay. Ollie ran that season. That was it. Was yeah. a good TV show. Yeah, it's they, good, yeah. they stopped it after uh, I think second season. I never saw nothing more yeah. coming. But I think it was potential there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, even he struggles to get a seat. I think he's second in the wet on his second race. Um, so he showed enormous potential and got picked up. But his he, craft is, is amazing. Yeah, and even he struggled to get a seat. So it shows you how hard it is. Maybe he didn't know the right people. Maybe yeah, sometimes maybe I uh, can speak about in Portugal. What happened a lot? So mm. uh, Philip Kerk, of course, he didn't choose some problems there. He, when he was on Red Bull, he didn't um, he didn't make the right choice. He didn't yeah. want to go to the Japan mm-hmm. Formula Formula. But after he okay, his choices. But he was faster. Mm-hmm. He, he drive against Loeb, Schumacher, Vettel, 2010 yeah. on the race of champion, mm-hmm. and he won. Yeah. So he was he was faster. After we have uh, Antonio Felix Acosta, another Portuguese, that yeah. they have the seat ready, everything ready to jump on the Formula One. Yeah. And suddenly, one week uh, before, oh no, yeah. we don't going to make part of our team. Someone come with more money, you know. You look how close Checo was to losing his seat before he went to Red Bull, and Checo comes a lot of money. Yeah. Checo comes a lot of money from... from Because uh, sometimes they bring money, they don't bring racecraft. You know, you have to remember Pastor Maldonado, that probably was yeah. one of the, <laughs> the most crazy drivers that we see on, uh, on yeah. Formula 1, inconstant as, as, as well, because one day he was good, uh, and yeah. after 10 races he was completely all over the place. Yeah. Same Mazepin, that he Mazepin's was not... The was only driver disliked in Formula 1. The, the only one I thought it didn't deserve, like Latifi... Even though Latifi was probably the slowest before Mazepin, I did think Latifi deserved to be there. Yeah, I think so. I, didn't, I never thought Latifi should... I never watched him thought he shouldn't be there at all. Mazepin I just didn't... I, I think... I'm not, I'm not saying nothing against him, but the way that he drives, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes he see or now in the prototypes, he was blocking a lot of them. Yeah. He don't like being overtaken or something. He's... You've got something. Lewis Hamilton behind you, and you, you know you're blocking him, and then you've got Leclerc behind you next, and 
the Kirk complaining about you and then someone else just yeah it's, it's, we have blue flags yeah <laughs> it's, it's just a, a gentleman agreement you, you know we have a blue flag you need to yeah. let the people, people pass you're only allowed to move once I mean because then it starts to become dangerous yeah exactly at those kind of speeds we saw what happened to Grosjean yeah exactly I mean that's uh, and the same happened to um, sadly um, what's his name Leclerc's uh, godfather yeah we speak who, about who died, it yeah so we see how dangerous Even after it is. The, their colleague, uh, that was 2019, that's why died in Spa, another French driver, I forgot his name. Oh no, that's Hubert, Antoine Hubert. No, that, yeah, but it was, that, a, friend, was recent, a friend, yeah. a friend of uh, Charles Leclerc too. Yeah. That was on Spa too, that too. Uh, yes, that was uh, Antoine Hubert. Yeah, I think so. 2019, I think. Yeah, yeah. One of those, um, I was at base that day, obviously, when they see how people react is very, it's one of the things I love about motorsport is how everyone reacted, you know, to the over the weekend, the tributes to, to him or how the paddock went quiet. I remember yeah, watching Lewis in the middle of an interview just going and then walking away because he knew how serious the accident was. Um, and, and even that reaction. Yeah. yeah. I remember speaking about Lewis. Lewis, when uh, Alonso was uh, going with uh, the, um, the Renault 2006. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the V10, yeah. <laughs> and he go like, <laughs> yeah. when he passes, and he go, he stop his interview, and say, oh man, <laughs> yeah. I, I just missed these, <laughs> yeah, yeah. these cars. You know, it's it's funny. It's, he's an interesting character, isn't he, Lewis? He's I I am a I am a fan of Lewis, but he's so, such a polarizing, and I'm fascinated why he polarizes people so much. I, 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 I think, think Vettel used to be the same because Vettel used to win everything, and yeah. he, he, everyone used to hate Vettel. No, people was Vettel. people was hating Vettel a lot. Mm. I, w loves I, went to, I went to Silverstone in 2019 and um, I had a Ferrari uh, jumper. Mm. And uh, not because I'm a fan of Ferraris, because it was offered to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, and um, everyone, because uh, it was a big battle, they put a little bit to first happen out. Yeah. And uh, oh, but, but I think Vettel was r good. Because he was making a lot of things good for uh, for Formula One, yeah. but in there a lot of people was showing hate because he was against Hamilton, so a little bit probably could be that. But I, you know, I'm not um, I'm not a Max fan, but I don't hate Max. I, I hate what's happened. I, I, I hate the hype that they put against yeah, him. Yeah, I talked to. And um, I hate what happened on the on the race. I think was un un unfair. I don't say that. I think the rules was not clear. And uh, they allow them to bend the rules when uh, he was passing everyone on the yellow flag. Yellow, yellow flag. Normally, nobody mm. pass anyone, even yeah. if you are in positions ahead. You are, uh, and he was, yeah. and that uh, make him going together with uh, Hamilton. And probably Hamilton will have the eighth yeah. uh, championship, and will, that will not happen. But that's uh, I, I thought. I don't know how he got back into the car the next season after. Has that happened to me? Yeah, I think. I think so. And the difficult thing was Max didn't. Max I think they everyone wanted to take it the Mercedes from the crown. I understand it was been eighty years that it was. I never uh, understood the elephant in the room, and everyone was like, "I remember watching it live." I thinking, I'm sure I know the rules. Everyone, everyone. If you if you see the uh, drive to survive, a lot of people complain. Even they are against the, the what Red Bull done it. Mm. Yeah, you see some people there speaking. But yeah, it's if we know, we know what we happens. speak on the, on uh, as a, as a friends, but nobody speak publicly. Out. Yeah. Exactly. I remember watching. Uh, a big fan of David Coulthard. Uh, Channel Four yeah. do really good race coverage. And Steve J. Uh, can I just interrupt you? Mm. Do we have a charger? Has yes. Been, been just because he's uh, he's stuff dying. We already go in one hour forty one. Uh, has to be the 
full charger. I've got. I, I can put. I can put the PC here. You can put yeah. the PC. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just. I'm gonna divide it in into parts. Okay. Because it's. We've been speaking and speaking. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, already got almost two hours. <laughs> <laughs> of course, a lot of the time has been. Uh, we was was speaking before and everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. so well, speaking about Croft. Oh no, um, Coulthard. Ah, uh, Coulthard, yes, sorry. So I grew up watching David Coulthard, and yeah, I'm a big fan of his. And uh, he's one of my role models. And he had, um, so I often wonder how he, he approaches that situation, because I remember him interviewing Max, and interviewing, um, it was the season after. Okay. And they interviewed, uh, they both spent some good time chatting to Max, chatting to Lewis about the event. And you know, their opinion was they both deserved to win, and they did. Both deserve. Both had a really good season. I think, good I think season. it was a season, and um, I we have to. I but the rules say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, so and I always, I always know the rules. We you don't pass <laughs> on yellow flag, so yeah. you don't overtake anyone. So the, I mean, if you imagine if you were chasing third place in the world championship, yeah, they will allow you. And you were seventh position. You wouldn't have been allowed to pass, so you would have been able. You wouldn't be able to, l to fight for that place. Yeah, it, but it always, always have been uh, tricky things. You know, we have uh, Lewis Hamilton when he was on the on McLaren, that uh, Felipe Massa win the won the race. Uh -huh. He was uh, out of position for the points. Yeah, and after Glock mm. let him pass, and after many years, well, no, Glock, Glock car broke down. Yeah, there. yeah, many years ago, uh, Glock come and say, look, I we have a contract with with. Um, McLaren, mm -hmm. our team, so I've been told that I need to let uh, Lewis pass. So and that's that's going to always happen, you know, is there some mm -hmm. politics behind I interest. I thought he down. No, no, he always let pass on Interlagos. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he... he now, what broke down was that uh, Renault gate. Oh, yes. That uh, Alonso get the win. Uh, so, so... I think Fittipaldi? No, no, sorry. Fisicella, Fisicella. No. I forgot not the name. It was a Brazilian driver, wasn't it? Ah, yeah, Senna. It was uh, Bruno Senna, no? No. Oh, for City Pauli. I don't remember. Maybe. I think it was Bruno Senna. No. Piquet. Piquet. Piquet, yeah. Piquet, I think Piquet. No, no, no. Piquet Jr. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot all the names. I don't know why. Mm. But yeah, so, so I mean, that was. Um, but yeah, d that was um, a bit of bad taste in your mouth that season, the end of it. It yeah, was. Yeah. Um, because all wrong. all the season it was going was a all sort of mistakes from both parts. Yeah. After they take each other on Monza, yeah. uh, Silverstone, uh, where where for example Verstappen complained a lot. Oh, s he take me out, and mm. but Verstappen do the same thing. He's so aggressive, yeah. And uh, he do the same thing for example against Mick Schumacher when there yeah. was the last season. There was a middle <laughs> middle pack, I mean, and they was fighting, and <laughs> he was pushing them away. And he do the same thing on sim racing. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people complain. Yeah. So. How do you, you the he, thing is he's, he's got you cannot really complain if the others do and after when you do it's okay yeah I mean he's got a really strong style of driving hasn't he he's got yeah. really he's almost a bully in the race car yeah. I don't mean that as negative as in a bully no, no, in no, the no, playground no. but he bullies other people and um, he got caught out maybe at Silverstone big crash yeah. um, you know it's because um, he is talent yeah know, what he done one time on Interlag was on the rain let mm. the car spin and he get the car yeah. he save the car and could mm. keep going he's, he's a lot of talent there he's a raw product yeah but I think if you want to win you don't want to 
mm. go on this politics because I, I, that was a crazy as, race, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that if weekend. he ever if this not happen, he will be winning mm. the next season. Look how far, look how what he got away with it into Lagos when he pushed Lewis out on the on that corner. Yeah, turn one. And two, after two, where the where uh, one year before or two years before, he almost gave a fight with mm. uh, Stephen Ocon. Almost and punching yeah. him because yeah. <laughs> he done the same thing. And you look at Christian and it's like, that's fair. But he pushed him off. And it wasn't just like yeah, a car's width. It was like uh, Christian a boat's width. Is, um, I don't know him personality, so I know from what we see, I don't have a mm. very good opinion about him. There's nothing say wrong, but something there is no... Mm. Who, Max? No, no, I said about uh, Chris Horner. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind the guy. Just, yeah, I don't exactly. think people don't like him, but I, yeah, I, it's not no question. He's doing his job. He's protecting Red Bull. Yeah, he took Red Bull from nothing. Yeah, when, that's, when that's true. Jaguar. That's true. But some, but when he's um, losing, he's always blaming everyone. Yeah. After when he's winning, he looks like the biggest person in the room. When, yeah, uh, you know when he go to Autosport event mm. and uh, he the driver of the rookie driver of the mm. season and he go Toto. Yeah. I think. And it was a necessary step of things, you know. It's interesting to see how their relationship deteriorated over the years. And yeah. they've had a really good... Um, and I, I'd have, I mean, I'd get why Christian Horner was so... Yeah, because angry, Mercedes... Or just, just, uh, just chasing Mercedes all the time and finally... Yeah, but if you have to remember, Mercedes, they, when the, the car that they get was uh, the old brown. Yeah. You know? So the brown, when it came, was... Mm. Completely unique in 2009, you know, yeah. was smashing everyone. Yeah. Uh, Jens Obetten only have the, was a good driver, but he had the world title because he was on the right car yeah. on the right moment. Yeah, yeah. And uh, luckily, for example, his car was a little bit better than um, Barrichello that season because after Barrichello start, started, his car started getting quite equal because yeah. there's some difference. And after when his mechanics was getting the car the same way that uh, mm. Button, Barrichello was going, pushing, yeah. pushing forward. So he was lucky that year. Yeah. He's a very good driver, Jensen Button. I don't know whether he's... Um, he is a world champion, obviously. I don't know whether he's... Um, he, he is a... You know, if, I don't like saying how any people really are in motorsport because they all race hard. And, you yeah, know, exactly. So, yeah. But um, everything is a quite part of luck because even Hamilton... He right, had luck. Post, yeah. yeah, he had luck because a lot of... Uh, Vettel, I think 2018, mm -hmm. if he didn't go out <laughs> <Yeah>. on Oaken <laughs> Ring as he go, probably the championship could be for uh, Ferrari. Yeah. You know, so it's a little bit of races there eh, that Mercedes was not always oh, was dominant. They was not so dominant. Mm -hmm. uh, it was dominant, but it was a lot of luck and a lot of uh, good things because the yeah. car was not so dominant as, for example, is the Red Bull last season, mm -hmm. where the Red Bull was uh, two steps and three steps ahead of everyone. Yeah. No, or the or the car that they have in 2020, mm. where there was much more ahead than yeah. the, than the Ferrari. Uh, we know that Ferrari have that problem that nobody know what happened mm. uh, with the FIA agreement was. Uh, same a little bit, same with the cost cap. I mean, yeah, exactly. On the, the drive to survive, they focus a lot on, on the cost cap, See, and uh, they keep saying, "Oh, because we spend the money on food." Mm. <laughs> But the but if didn't spend the money all on food, team, eh? all teams have cheated on the cost cut. I'm yeah, sure. I know. But if uh, if they didn't spend the money on food, eh? <laughs> the money that was to go for food eh, was going to pay a salary of someone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's a lot of food. Half <laughs> one and a half million dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the 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 teams are so big, they can spread the development across certain. So if you're running a Formula E team, you can spread certain developments across. Yeah. So you develop your pedal box in your Formula E car. 
and then you've you you know if you're Mercedes or someone you can you've got so many departments and and uh, branches of that team or the company structure you can spread your development across yeah, like you many on sim racing too because we have teams like Team Redline they have mm. everything they have yeah. now a partnership with SimCub that SimCub is making some wheel specific for them mm -hmm. so <laughs> that will probably bring them uh, better racecraft uh, comparing with me that i'm on a trust master you know yeah but yeah with my pedals my audible pedals and everything these type of things as you mm -hmm. can see there some teams are going to have better agreements better software to performance yeah but i don't know if of course of course when they go to rinspore when they, everyone is driving on the same uh, yeah that's same that's, ring that's, that's, that's a better way that's yeah yeah that's all but you see, uh, it's quite it's quite nice. You see this one, but when we speak about Formula One, you can speak about sim racing that happened the same thing. Yeah. They have teams that they have so much money put, it so mm -hmm. much uh, material material coming exclusive just for them. Yeah, you know something that the public is not gonna have option. But if you're all on the same wheelbase, then you know you've got the same feedback coming to you for you're relatively on the same pedals. Yeah, that's also because when, know, when it Rensport, should be a real good leveler. When it was a Rensport on on that, everyone have the same type of pedals, or they uh, they could they could okay. Everyone the same. I don't know. I know some people take the 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 setup. I don't say wheel, but the pedals or something. If they don't take their own pedals with them or something, I, d I think it would have been um, probably it would have been set to, there would have been some sort of marketing exercise okay. going on so i imagine they were all on the same hardware oh, uh, i don't remember now the sponsors it was fanatec simcube i think simcube, SimCube is there. was there yeah, simcube will basis i think yeah okay so yeah i mean an event like that there's so much sponsorship that you know even an event like this one you can have unlucky because you never know the wheel that you're going to get yeah suddenly is yeah, yeah. worse than everyone because when they manufacture they yeah they can happen you know you can mm -hmm. go through a wheel and your wheel is the worst yeah exactly <laughs> or the guy that was driving before you <laughs> yeah makes something wrong and uh, you mm -hmm. know you never you never know it's yeah all right okay. we finish yeah finish for today i say thank you so much for being always uh, no with us um Welcome. i'll just get to say that we are developed uh in May, we are in conversations to organize a sim racing yeah. event and um, raise money for Macmillan. Yeah, raise money for Macmillan. I keep saying that half is going to be for Macmillan. Uh -huh. I will try to probably a way of people will pay straight away here when they come to mm -hmm. race with us. But if they make any donations on online, probably we, I will we, set up a Revolut because okay. uh, if we do Twitch, or you do other 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 content normally they take a little bit okay so if we say okay you guys are gonna go for revolut mm -hmm. it's the same thing on my patreon as everyone know if people join my patreon it's two pounds one pound goes straight to uh macmillan yeah. i don't receive the two pounds okay i think uh, patreon take a percentage that i don't know how much is mm -hmm. but uh yeah but, but anyway i will put one pound it's one pound for macmillan half is mac for macmillan okay the rest is for is for me here is the same thing. I think we'll, we're going to be going to be some prizes. Mm -hmm. We are organizing how we go. I think it'll be nice. Yeah, food, the races will yeah. be like a rifle. Nobody's going to know. Yeah, we're going to take out from the from the po pocket. It's going to be okay. It could be Formula One. Can be whatever amateurs against amateurs. Okay, professionals, professionals. Probably we don't want to have anyone coming from um, online. I don't know if I can get people coming online. You speak about James Baldwin. I already mentioned you one time. 
it would okay. be like <laughs> but i don't know if i want to have it would be good if it could uh, well it's not no <laughs> yeah yeah uh, like i say alex cascato is is probably will join us if he's I, not i'll on ask the... ollie if okay. he wants to do that so he yeah. he was team redline he was third fastest in the world i think las vegas he did really well there so yeah i'll ask ollie uh there's another few drivers i know yeah depends, like, on, depends on their calendar exactly but uh, just for for the people that listening us uh-huh. understand this is not is a way of supporting the sarcoma yeah the uk uh, i'm not supporting sarcoma uk was called by macmillan yeah of course it's going to be cancer sarcoma uk they will uh, join but they have it's a they have like a calendar it's a little bit tricky to make and uh, something yeah all from nowhere so and of course it's to help me uh, bring more awareness for the sarcoma keep make my journey and who knows create something we never know when can create yeah. a, a league It'd be fun. Yeah, it would be fun. All right, thanks so much for joining no, us. Awesome. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Was one amazing interview. As you know, Graham uh, Forrest is a very humble person. And yes, I can confirm on 13th of May, we'll make our first sim racing with cancer. I will update you a little bit more about the hours and everything when it's finalized, just waiting on the last uh, de- details. And as I will say, I will have some uh, sponsors for this motorsport, of course. Random call sign, the YouTuber and Sim Racer. Gonna have Kim joining us. Uh, Kim, uh, keep it moving. So it's a streetwear clothesline from uh, one of the most famous chefs on the moment on UK, Ben Murphy. So there's a lot of things. And of course, Macmillan will join us and be one of our main helpers. As you know, we've been already almost in two months of podcast. This last episode have reached areas that I never was thought was possible. So we, until today, I'm recording on Tuesday, as you can imagine, we reached 7.5 thousand downloads. So 7,500 downloads is a lot. 7,000 is more than I was expecting. So 7.5k is huge. A lot of countries, The of course, we go around uh, 80 countries, but more than half of them I'll take with a pinch of salt, as you can imagine. It's just be one or two downloads, but still is more than I would expect. So I will ask you now your help once again. Please keep sharing every time you're listening. Share, please uh, tag us on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you, want, you can. It's really important that you... Every time you listen, you you take us because it's gonna help us to reach more persons. We don't receive any money from every time the podcast is listened, but you receive we receive money if you arrive to a certain level where we can get sponsors. So it's quite important that you keep sharing for we reach that goal of sponsor and keep helping and keep the channel alive. As you know, you can reach us on Patreon too through the Patreon gonna pay two pounds as we say one pound straight away to Macmillan and the rest will be with us and the Patreon so without any further it's time to move on it's still lots of cold outside as you know we jump already from from winter to spring but I don't feel it so it's time to brew a tea and jumping on our conversation of course, we start with motorsport. It's a lot to cover and in sim racing, as you can imagine. But been an amazing week and we jump straight away on WRC where Sebastian Ogier being dominant, as you can imagine. He's just making half of a season. He confirmed now he's going to be on Croatia. 
is already again the leader of the championship. Uh, it's, it's no words, it's a different type of gravy, as you say, on UK. is above everything, it's super fast. Even if you don't care so much as we think, is on top of everything. So, no words, I think. He no might won the championship as he gonna don't make all the races, but he's still on fighting. So I don't know. It's it's, it's amazing see him jumping straight away, winning Monaco. Now uh, Mexico completely dominates. Uh, of course, Otto Tanak didn't went so well as per usual on Mexico. Was a lot of changes on the top of the qualification. So Ogier now first. Uh, you have Thierry Neville and. Uh, Pera, of course, on second and third. So a lot of different, a uh, lot of changes on the championship, but still very good. And now we jump to the circuits. Crazy, crazy week. Formula One. I'm going to talk on the final. You have IMSA. You have WEC. Sebring goes all over the week. So we have to start talking about IMCA. So the two. That was a lot of accidents, a lot of uh, tricky. We have to remember that a lot of the drivers that was carry on to the second uh, IMSA, they make the WEC. So we're talking about 1,000 miles on Sebring. Again, it's three drivers. And after a lot of them jump on Saturday to a 12 hours stint. So you're talking about a lot of driving, a lot of testing. And yeah, on the final last 20 minutes happened an accident was i'm talking about the accident from the Acura with the porsche that involved another porsche so the two cars came to blow on the exit turn one after jaminet moved to the left to avoid the gtt traffic uh albuquerque make um, a switch back on the Acura, and this touch sending the car off track skating across the grass and out of control until rejoin at the turn two uh, left under where he clattered into the side of all the Porsche. The Porsche of Philippe Nazar was unavailable to avoid the chaos ahead and the darkness hit the Acura. Well, all the cars was out of the race. Um, one final Philippe even comment that he felt like was a bowling uh, ball during all this time. It was an amazing race. It was a little bit sad to finish on this way. I'm gutted because I think Acura could have the win. It was a good battle with the Porsches. Um, but yeah, that's happened. But the thing that I want to talk with you guys is about what happened on Daytona 24 on the previous. So the Daytona 24 winner the, was fine of 50k, won 200 points of penalty for tire infraction. So the Meyer Chunk Racing as was penalized after they discovered that was they manipulated tire pressure data. But they still keep the victory. I don't know if that one is correct. I didn't feel that was good. Because they're going to keep the victory. They keep the victory. They keep on the final of a day. After 5-10 years. Everyone going to remember that they won Daytona. Nobody going to remember how they won Daytona. And we don't know if this ma manipulating this tire pressure could affect. It would be nice to see. It happened on Formula 1. Now they take it to the podium. To Alonso, they give him back. So the same thing should happen here. I think if you manipulate the result, if in some ways it should be penalized and not only on the on the fine, but with a victory too. So I think the victory should go to the second place, should be the Akura. But that's my opinion. I don't know how 
the drivers feel about this one. I think a lot of times they don't want to speak because you know never know what type of issues can bring. But yeah, moving to the WEC that was on a Friday, the Toyota dominated before the Ferrari take the pole. I was really surprised with the um, with all the strength of the Ferrari. But yeah, on the final of the race, the Toyota number seven, the GR10 hybrid, driving by Mike Conway. Kamui Kobayashi and Jose Maria Lopez beat the sister eight of Sebastian Buemi, Brandon Hartley and Rio Yorokayama at the Sebring. So nothing to say. Ferrari came in third. Porsche was okay. Cadillac quite su- surprising. And Peugeot is no no, time, <laughs> no point we talk about. I think they have a lot of things to do to the car. And uh, let's see what happened. Of course, on the rest of the... Qualification, the, I was surprised because the Orec Gibson 7 then on the final, the number 23 have to lose their, uh, they could not repeat the winning and lose the, of course, to the uh, electric failure that after was told that could be caused by a car TV camera fixture. So I don't know what happened there related to that, but of course the Jota after win. And the number 22 came as a second and was an amazing racing because the number 22, they had a mistake. They have a new driver. He make a little bit of mistake. They lost. They went to final final place. They lost over one minute. And after they went to finish the race with two seconds to team of Jota. So final of the day, they make a lot progression. So it was quite good. And of course, on the GT Corvette, Porsche and Ferrari finish on the podium. We have to move to Formula 1. <clears throat> Sorry. Moving on to Formula 1. And it was a good race. But first I have to speak about the F2. Vesti win a dramatic fixture race after a rival spin-out. Uh, Frederick Vesti, I think, Cruz on have the second Formula 2 win on the Jeddah fixture race clinching the victory after uh, his rival span. So it was a, f- a super fun race. The F2 are always very emotive. And um, I don't know, I've, I'm feeling that we should, Formula 1 should look more to the F1 and see how the cars are so competitive and how, how good they, the races are. So I don't know, I think we should keep an eye on that. And uh, if you're going to jump on F1, of course, you need to talk about all the confusion and the mess that was with these penalties again. Uh, the penalty with uh, Alonso, that I think Alonso take it like a champ. I don't know your opinion, but I really enjoy it, the way that uh, he take it. On the final of he being on the podium, he celebrate and everything. They're taking away and he say... I already showed my sponsors. I already been on the podium, so I don't care. But the fact that 30, 35 laps to tell them that the penalty was not make it correct is ridiculous. They should know straight away. They should have one, two laps to evaluate these things. After, of course, was, uh, after they take it, was retake it again. So George Russell celebrate with the, with the third place. After you have to give back <laughs> a little bit of uh, <clears throat> a joke, I think going to be good for Netflix. They're going to join. You're going to have a lot of things 
I presume a, a full episode about Alonso lose it and give it back to George and George give it back to Alonso on the drive to survive for sure. But yes, it's, um, it's weird. It's not, I don't know what's happening with them. And of course, I don't know what's happening with Ferrari. I, like everyone know, I'm a fan of a little bit of everyone. I don't have a, a big team that I'm supporting 100%. I like to see some, some teams, some, of course, sometimes I don't agree. I didn't been agree with these Mercedes and Red Bull jokes from all these last years. I like to be a little bit more, a little bit better contenders. I think they, they are um, a little bit dodgy sometimes, but yeah, I, I always like Ferrari. I love the livery, more delivery from last season compared with this one, but it's on all the cars. They are a lot carbon fiber everywhere. Only the Mercedes you don't notice because everyone dark uh, livery comp comparing with all the cars with colors and after you see carbon fiber as we talk about. Not so much, but I don't know. The car is out of space, out of, sorry, out of pace. Uh, the engineer just notify him after the Alonso already passed. Uh, I, I don't know what they're doing. I can see that Vasseur um, is cleaning the, the house. You can start seeing because a lot of the mistakes you will not see until the races are starting. So a lot of them are leaving. But I don't know. I think you're going to need a alpha season until put everything okay. The talks continue about... Um, Charles Leclerc leave and uh, uh, probably go to the Mercedes, people already say, and uh, Hamilton come to Ferrari. I don't know what's going around. I don't think now after Ferrari keep going bad and start getting behind all that um, Mercedes, I don't think they Hamilton will want to move. But I don't know. But anyway, worse than Ferrari is McLaren. That's they cannot have a break. The car looks awful. Piastri went on nine position on the pole position on the pole. It was good on the qualify. So, but yeah, after on race mistakes with Piastri and Gasly, a lot of mistakes after, even from Lando. So I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. And even the debris is not showing what was expected. Like he shine on the other times on the Williams and even on Aston Martin. So I don't know if he's not happy with the car because uh, Yuki Sonoda is, is going better than I was expecting, better than last season. So I don't know what's happening there. But of course, what I want to talk more is about the Red Bull. So the Red Bull car, as you can imagine, is going one second to 1.5 seconds faster than everyone, sometimes in laps. And I feel that they are, they are not pushing the car as maximum. Even with all the car issues that they have, they will, they win so comfortable. I probably just remember the, I think the Ferrari 2004 when it was dominating everything. But I don't know if even that Ferrari will make it one second for Lapas. They almost, they doing some, sometimes. So <laughs> is weird. Is, strange but what i get from this race was even i tweet about it about the thing of joseph verstappen didn't uh, celebrate but apparently 
after his image of him shaking his hand. Of course, he's probably he's not so emotive person. The way that he was, was standing there was not beautiful, but yeah, on the final, he shaked hands with uh, Sheko. So sometimes we need to be careful with I jump straight to a conclusion. I say, oh, the guy was a dickhead. I'm sorry for the language, but he was a little bit a loose man mind. And um, yeah, apparently after the peer image that he was doing correctly, uh, of course, didn't celebrate so much, probably, you know, but on the final even check the hand. But what I want to know is, first of all, Checo put the tweet in Spanish, of course, and on the tweet, you could see that he will say that he will fight for the champion. But now the tweet been changed and he say he's fighting for the win. I don't know if it was a team, if it was a regret from his part, so we never will know 100%. But I want to know is if Max will be near Checo, if he will have to give the position or not. <laughs> and that's my question because from the last years all Red Bull has been putting everything on the Verstappen as you know was probably one of the ways that Dani Ricardo left the team Checo will come as a second but now Checo is fighting and is proving that he can fight for the place too so I don't know if they're following what was Ferrari doing that is no favorites and uh, everyone is doing even George is going a little bit better than Hamilton in some race so it's only two races, but they've been 50-50. So I don't know if Red Bull would let, because on the final, when Czech was a little bit surprised that they let him Verstappen going for the first, the fast, fastest lap. And his way of when he received the new and when he was speaking with Max was quite weird. So I don't know what's happening there. And I would like to know on the next races what Red Bull will do. Because you never know, Verstappen can um, have a problem like he had. Of course, he's still from 50 position, he went to second. And I think if the car didn't have any problem, he will probably pass Checo. If Checo was allowed to defend or not, that's my question. But yeah, I will say that probably Checo, if Red Bull would let me, probably he'll have a chance to be or be fighting. Or be on a fight so let's see what's going to happen and of course it's time to jump on what is important on the channel and that's more is the sim racing a lot of things to, to talk a lot of races as you know i update the five uh, next uh, shows including this one so we have a lot of people coming some professionals some amateurs newcomers to the area but it's good having newcomers they always bring good ideas they bring fresh minds they bring new things so it's good i'm a new i'm a newcomer so i would like the people to receive me and my opinions and teach me how to improve the same thing i like we do the podcast as you can imagine is a little bit of a pub talk as i can say you know is i talk a little bit with you guys like i talk with some friends so uh, and of course i need to evolve and that's part of uh, the progression so the same thing could happen with us when you talk about sim racing and have newcomers. And we're going to jump first on the races and I will talk about the news. On races we have to speak about the BMW M Sim Cup. The Urano claimed the second win at Zebring. 
and Redline get victory on the GT3 class. Very good for Team Redline. Diogo has been very well this weekend. Very good racing, so I'm quite happy. And on the GTP results, four seconds different from the leader to the second one, that will be Eduardo Leo and Fraser Williamson. And on third position, 17 seconds different. So it was quite competitive. GT3 almost the same, so the leaders will be the team red line. Chris Lewin and Diogo Pinto. And of course, five seconds with the Apex team and 14 seconds with the BMW team for you. So a lot of competitive, but for me, the best race have to be to the Porsche Tag Hour Export Supercar. Was the fourth race of the 2023 season. And they stay on the United States. And the top three iRacing Road racers take the circuit of the Americas. And of course, everyone voted for the Long Beach circuit two weeks ago. Um, was is is always a very hardcore circuit can be a small mistake, can be fatal, but uh, this one was a better race and a little bit more calm and spread. A lot of uh, runoffs and off tracks, but uh, in all the All Star and the World Champion Series. All the races have come with the battles to the final. So on the All-Stars, Casey Kirwa and the Pulpo Lopez, El Grande Lopez, would be take the win on All-Stars as Imre would podium in both of the races in the series. Is the first race on the 718 Cayman GT4 and was very good. But of course, you have to spoke about the World Champion Series and the Super Cup, both Alexandro Sanchez and Diogo Pinto will find victory lane in the respective races. The Portuguese is back to the title. I interviewed him already for the... when we talked the other day. He was a little bit sad because he had a very bad uh, long beach. This victory put him near. Is a lot of competition to come, so let's see if he can... Uh, get back again to the title and win once again. The next will be on Red Bull on 1st of April, April full day. So let's expect to have a good uh, victory from uh, the Portuguese driver from Team Redline. And it's everything about the racings and we need to talk about news. There is a lot of things coming and I will start first with the arcade games. First of all, is Lego is dropping a new racing game. Of course, a lot of questions, you never know what to expect. Of course, I will say that will be a Mario Kart type. They have a game before, if anyone remember, on PlayStation 1. Will be the, I don't remember if it was Lego Racer. I presume Lego Racer. Quite funny because you create your Lego, you have different types of powers. It's kind of kiddish, but sometimes it's fun. And this time they will partner with the 2K. They make already a video, nothing more to know. And we will expect for news on the 23rd. So very soon you're gonna have the news. And while we keep a little bit on the arcade. Yeah, sorry to our listeners, as I say, the Need for Speed will, for me, never be a full simulator mode. So it will be between arcade and simulator. Fun game to play, really fun game. And the people that love it. He's been, he's been very fun on the last uh, titles. 
this one is better than the last ones. Sometimes they take too long to progress, so I, in my opinion, from the Underground 2, that was the last one that I played proper, proper. The, last, the new ones never bring nothing more about new details and an open role, a better open role. So I would like them to evolve a little bit, but they are come now with a lot of DLCs. As you can imagine, was dropped on March 21st. A lot of details, so uh, you can tear up now the streets with your friends and bring new ways to co uh, compare and compete with the squad on the Luck Shot Online. The cups now are going to be available with new upgrades, new events, and new daily changes that you can get more XP, bank, and new rewards. I think it's a way of uh, Need for Speed keep fighting in the EA games to the upcoming Forza Horizon Rally DLC. Let's see how they feel about that. Keep moving a little bit from more almost full simulation. That's Gran Turismo 7 is almost a full simulator. Unfortunately, it was a lot of talk that it will be delivered to the PC, but the weight have been put out, and I'm sorry for the PC owners. Apparently, they say that is not uh, available to the PC. And to finish on the news, of course, everyone is talking the Assetto Corsa competition launched the new DLC, uh, was confirmed already the Ferrari, the Huracan Evo 2 now is coming too. Kudos say that it will be the biggest DLC ever on the game and they announced from 2024 Assetto Corsa 2 and I hope they will keep all the modes the same way that they have used Assetto Corsa. The mods is being one of the way of the game keep evolving and keep having so much people. So it's going to be important if they keep the same way, the same line they've been doing will be good. And to finish on talking about sim racing, I have to point this one because it's really, really, really important. So on um, after taking the honors of Sebring 12 hours, Scott McLaughlin credit the iRacing for the class win and is getting his third overall. It I'm gonna paraphrase what he tweet. I have no doubts my iRacing experience in the IMSA championship has helped getting me up to speed, particularly in traffic. The traffic parlors are so similar. I will recommend for any young drivers waiting to get ahead, start on the practice for the big leagues. This is my two cents. I didn't play iRacing yet, I'm still waiting for my PC, so PC builders guys, please, it's been already ordered on 7th of March, we are on the 21st, they say around 16 days, I receive an email that's going to be more delay, because of some parts was not able to get yet, so please guys, we are waiting, channel is waiting, My, I want to start streaming properly, uh, good, so please, please, please guys, but Everyone say that the laser scan of the track is amazing from all the inches and even at the bumps on Sebring. So quite uh, fun to, to see and check that on myself. Is Sebring is always a fun uh, circuit. My experience with Sebring always been on consoles, as you can imagine. It was Forza Motorsport, one of the games at Sebring and was my own experience that I remember. And I think Toker, I think Toker, Race drive would, would have it, but I, I don't remember now, so I'm sorry for that. But I think, and never was, was always a very fun track to drive, but never was laser scan. So I'm quite happy to see and try that laser scan 
On final notes, we have to congrat Alex Cascatore that was with us on the episode number five. He will drive a LMP3. When you remember, we was talking about that. He was not sure. He was waiting. Yeah, he will drive the LMP3. We're gonna drive on this weekend on straight away and Paul Richard on the Ultimate Cup. So moving nice, and I, I wish him the best. I hope he can enjoy and progress for better categories and probably see him on a WEC would be nice. And that is everything, guys, for today. Once again, as a sponsor, my thank yous to, I have to say, to Forest Monster Sport for helping uh, helping me, to Macmillan. Please keep sharing our love with Macmillan. Donate the maximum you can. But remember, it's really important that you guys, after join us on the 13th of May, it's going to be a very good day. I think going to be a fun day. We can make donations straight. And remember, £15 will allow you to make two races, maybe 15 minutes race with five minutes of training, five minutes is enough to give two laps on the circuit, get you used. You will not drive with any professionals against against you. We will drive amateurs against amateurs. The professionals we drive or semi-professionals we drive with a bit with some semi-professionals. And on the final, the fastest six uh, amateurs will drive with the fast six uh, semi-professionals or professionals. So I can confirm names because a lot of them that they possibly will be with us will depend if something happens as a lot of them they have team that have a salary so they have to stick to that calendar sometimes things change you know they are invited to go to something so i cannot 100 confirm but as you're going to see on the on the, on the channel we have a couple of people that might be with us so we'll be good if we're going to have them if they're not they could be with us online and imagine it can be driving alongside good uh, good people for a good cause. So I will let you guys. I will see you next Wednesday. And please keep liking and sharing. And I see you. Bye.